Hello and welcome. Um, I would like to speak to teenage girls or teenage women or Gen Zs, um, whatever it is you identify as. But if you're a teenager, um, this is for you. And this is coming from a 30-something-year-old um, woman. And don't tune me off yet. Um, I know that things are different. Things have changed. You're probably angry with some of us for how the world is. You might actually think that we are lethargic, too slow, too selfish, not paying enough attention to what is going on in our environment, not having really cared about you and all of that and in in some cases and in most cases actually you're you're probably right um i guess it depends on perspective and all of that and um i just want to apologize and say i'm sorry for whatever it is i ought to do as a as a, an older person that is closest to you in age, maybe not that close, but like the oldest, that is not the oldest per se, that is closest to you um, for, you know, for letting you navigate the 10 years alone. Some of you are privileged to have sisters that care. Um, brothers that care and look out for you and and teach you and and explain things to you and have the patience to actually show you what life has been like and that guess what no matter what has changed no matter what is new now the dynamics of the 10 years is still the same thing you still go through the same puberty you still go through the same kind of changes and at the end of the day if the changes we all went through are similar, I guess it just goes to show that, you know, um, our reactions will probably be the same as well. Um, and at the end of the day, what matters most is what is happening within you, you know, because that is what informs how you behave, what you say, what you do, the decisions you make and all of that. And I'm impressed by what some of you are doing. Um, I, I watch some of you on TED Talk. I watch some of you online. I see what you're doing and I'm, I'm like impressed, you know. And a lot of you have a good reason to be angry at the 20-year-olds and 30-year-olds. Because it's like, instead of us facing the job of... Um, instructing you and helping you and assisting you and guiding you we're busy kind of like competing with you and <laughs> and trying to look like you when you need someone to look at we're looking at you and trying to dress like you and trying to talk like you and I can't imagine somebody who is who I look up to I'm supposed to look up to is not teaching me anything, not helping me with anything, but instead is copying me. Like, I, I, I don't know how I will feel about that. 
you know, and it seems we are so self-absorbed about our old issues. And the truth is that is very, very easy. It's very, very easy, especially when you don't have much of any role models, so to speak, or role models that actually care. Maybe you have them, but they don't really care that much about what is going on with you. It it, it seems that they're just trying to exploit you. I remember, I'll never forget the people that took me up under their wings, the women that took me up under their wings and just helped me. Yes, they had their problems, yet they had their issues, but they looked out for me. I'll always remember um, Senor Yetunde, um, Senor Yetunde Oshinaya, that's her name. Um, She was like my, she just decided to be my hype person. I don't know what drew her to me, but she always tell me like, look, you're, you're beautiful. Like when she's looking at me, she's looking at me with admiration, right? Not with, well, she's so beautiful. Who does she think she is? You know? And I always felt like the, the ugly, well, not ugly per se, but the, uh, easy on the eye duckling kind of thing, because I, in the hostel, I grew up around swans. Like the women were just, the, the seniors were just gorgeous. My classmates were beautiful. You know, they were put together. They knew how to act like a lady. They knew how to attract a man if they wanted to. You know, they knew how to play the, the, the fingers, hips and fingertips. I don't even know how they say that. They knew how to act all of that. They knew how to do all of that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't, I, I, I just didn't, they, they pulled the male crowd, they pulled the male gaze. I didn't do, I didn't get that. Like the best of the guys in school were attracted to them. Yeah. So it was, it was a very interesting time in school. Yeah, I tried my hands at mentoring a girl, you know, but I, I went about it the wrong way. I tried to do the, uh, what is it called now? The school daughter, school mother thing. But the thing about being a school mother is that you have to be um, financially or maybe not financially, like in terms of pocket money, feeding you know, and all of that, you have to be responsible for that. I like the idea of giving up my own, shall we say, stipends for someone else. Like I, I needed someone to treat me that way as well. I didn't have that. I tried that, but you know, I just said, let me just pick somebody and just try to, you know, speak to them. And I just hope that the little I could say, get in in the midst of, can I have money for sweets? Can I have money for biscuits? I want to buy this one. I want to buy that one. And I picked her specifically because she's from a well-to-do home. So she doesn't have that much need. But I just kind of like her as well. It's not because she's well-to-do or anything. I just kind of like her. She seems polite enough. So, but she confided in me about a few things and I gave her advice. 
as I saw fit, you know, I mean, I, I did what I could. It wasn't enough. And then as I was growing up, I there were a lot of issues. First and foremost, I wasn't the one that junior students gravitated towards. I was usually the ones that junior students would insult and and mistreat and just, you know. So, like, if, if, if there were anyone in the senior class that junior students were rude to, I was definitely one of them. Yeah, so there that there was that gap there you understand it wasn't as if they had this respect for me to start with and i didn't do anything to earn their disrespect i was minding my business i wasn't bullying them or anything i mean you don't disrespect your bullies really you know so that's the thing the ones that are have the ability to bully them they kind of fear them sort of and the ones who just want to mind their business they root to them so there is that um i was dealing with being bullied by seniors and i was dealing with not having any form of regard from juniors it was it was a very difficult time in my life and um, i tried to navigate that now i'm not saying this to make excuses i'm just saying that it's possible that as you're upset with us, um, the millennials, for not doing our due diligence and helping you along the way, you might also find yourself doing the same thing. So what I would tell you is this. Be that woman that you wish another woman was for you. That's just, just it right there. Be that woman that you wish another woman was for you. That is what I live by right now. I saw that quote somewhere and i saved it on my phone like it's just and the picture this they saved it with was, was a was a young woman very pretty um um very beautiful but she had this look in her eyes of someone who has seen hell but has come out of it smelling like a rose but you know you can't unsee what you've seen right so even if you come out better, you can't unsee what you've seen. And then she's, she has that look of that fierce look in her eyes as she's looking into the future. She's sitting in a car in the driver's seat and she's holding the steering. You know, she was sitting straight for somebody who looked like dressed like her. Now, people who usually wear things like halter neck sleeveless and all of that they usually don't have good posture <laughs> as they were you know so but she she sat upright um she sat like a lady so what that means is that she's a combination of so many things like most women are and you know she had her hair in beautiful disarray like it wasn't slicked down but it was well arranged, but not too much. If you get my drift, I'm so, I suppose even that look is something that you pay a hairdresser for, a hairstylist for. But all the same, that's how she looked like. She looked like somebody who cared about her looks, but at the same time didn't care too much about it. And she was, though she was in the driver's seat, and it looked like she was about to start the car, or she was about to move the car, but she looked like she was looking way beyond where she was going 
on that road. She looked like she was looking far into her future with fierce determination. And that, you know what, no matter where I'm coming from, no matter what is on the way, I am going to make it. I'm going to, it's going to be the best for me. I'm going to fight to make sure that it's the best for me. That look, like, it's just so amazing. I, I I'll never forget that. I still have it on my phone. (laughs) Wow. Those were days, those were wonderful days where you just, you know, go on Facebook and you see quotable quotes. Like I was just, it was just the right time for me to get into Facebook at that time. Like I had been struggling with, should I get on? Should I not get on? Should I get on? And I got on and I, I learned so many things. I saved so many things. I jotted so many things. Like it was like a social school on its own for me until it became something else. <laughs> yeah. But, and that quote was saying in that, on that picture, the quote was, be that woman that you wish someone else was for you. So my appeal to you is that you know how it feels like to not have, for those of you listening who don't have somebody holding your hand, or an older woman holding your hand, not because she's trying to control you, not because she's trying to remove you or anything, but because she just wants to share her experiences with you so that you can... You know, you can make better decisions because when you listen to people who have been through what you're going through, regardless of the era, right, the 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 feelings are the same, the outcomes are usually also the same, you know, regardless of what kind of leeways there are to escape some things, you, there are some things that you would struggle with normally and all of that that others struggle with like menstrual pain for example you know regardless of whether you're in gen z or millennial menstrual pain is menstrual pain right so um there isn't that much improvement all you have is more drugs out there that's just what you have more drugs but not a permanent solution as far as i know to it of course if you think there's a permanent solution share and um, please, for the love of God, I think you're too smart. I mean, unlike the millennials, when we were teens, a lot of us were not that smart. A lot of us were not that smart. Like, I would hear some of my seniors say things like, if you're having sex, for example, you would not have pain. That is a bloody lie from the pits of hell. Or is it from the groins of a, a hormonal dude who is just trying to get some yeah same same difference i guess right but i think you're too smart for that i think you're too smart for that i see i see what you guys are doing some of you have businesses are you kidding like i didn't have many people who had businesses while i was growing up some of you have businesses some of you have aspirations like this is what i want to become and you're more focused than some of us were when we were teenagers you know um we had very few people who had businesses you know um but i also see some foolishness as as well among the teens of today of the gen z i see some foolishness in them as well and i'm like wow and i just remember some people (laughs) in my class like wow this is eerily familiar you know um the ones who think that they know it all and all of that you know so but just as a, a warning, 
um, it's been said. I, I, I will tell you this. I saw a married woman who was like working practically. She was working like she was working on eggshells. And I was like, ah, see what's up now? Are you, are you okay? And she was like, menstrual pain. This is a woman who is married with children. So if being married with children did not spare her, like obviously she has access to sex. That's one. Two, she's had children, you know. So the, the idea is that when you have children, like since babies are pushed out of you, um, the the your pelvis is kind of open and so is the vagina and um you know um the message will just be flowing just truly there won't be a problem uh well it might be that way for some people but uh menstrual pain is just it doesn't it doesn't respect your age your sexual activity or non-activity it's not an issue of non-activity it's just is, is an issue of hormones whether your hormones are balanced or not whether you have enough oxygen in your system you know it it's it's a choice of lifestyle really and uh, i'll talk about that maybe some other time you know i mean there are bigger problems to solve than menstrual pain but even though it it's, can be very very it's important it's debilitating it disrupts your life but at the same time, it's an health indicator. Like you, if you don't have it, it's it's dangerous. So it's like something that shows you that all is well with your reproductive health. Okay. So my, my saying is this, be that woman that you wish someone else was for you. That's just it. So and it, be, it starts with you. Everything you are irritated with the millennials about that you, that you think that they should know better that they are not matured enough or whatever well else you think of millennials you can decide that you want to be that difference right there are you are a teenager you might think you're not a, an older woman sorry you are you have um those who are preteens right you have preteens so you are an older woman to them you're an older sister to them right and if you're a guy listening you're an older brother to them so why don't you be that woman, that man that you wished others were for you, you know? And if you're at, as if you're listening to me right now and you've been through sexual abuse or verbal assault or, or let's just focus on sexual abuse. I feel you. I understand you. Um, I would say being there it's not easy um you can decide however to change to to decide what the narratives are going to be for you that's just it you can choose to become a slot not that i think anybody's a slot or anything like that but you can you can choose to be one because that's how the you were treated and that's how you were seen as just a piece of meat but you can see yourself as you you can fight for your dreams you had dreams before what happened happened fight for those dreams don't don't let yourself be zombified into becoming something that you're not 
I know it's hard. It's it's easy, way too easy to just become dead from within, like just deading yourself to everything around and just act out. It's very, very easy. Just act out, lash out. And unfortunately, that is where a lot of feminists are, especially the loud ones. Usually feminists are not even loud. The ones that are like very, very reasonable and intelligent and um how will i put it now unprejudiced with their own feminism they usually don't they're not card carrying feminists like that you know they're just for equal rights if there aren't issues um problems to there aren't problems they don't they don't make a mountain out of a molehill they don't create problems they just they just do the needful you understand they don't look weird sound weird go out of their way so they're not loud and they're kind of embarrassed at those who are because they're like who are these people and what are they doing here this is not feminism okay but i wouldn't know what feminism is please don't ask me because i'm not a feminist i don't think i'll ever be one you know for me i'm just about um if i'm a human being okay so um my gender is not open for discussion like that unless i of course i'm among women or even men and women and we're just talking generally but you're not gonna disenfranchise me because of my gender like i am a human being yes or no because I know I'm a human being. So if you don't think I'm a human being, maybe you're not the human being here. And maybe you are the alien who are trying to impose your own um, modus operandi on this terra fama. And that won't do. Right? So I see myself as human first. So I don't see myself as having to compete. I don't, I don't have to compete. I have my own... Like, as long as you don't stand in my way. Do you understand? I'm not interested in what... The achievements men have or the things men do like that like i'm not like the oh if men are doing it i want to outdo them that's that's like that's antagonistic way of living which i don't subscribe to like don't you have something you want to like do you wait until men act before you start to act is that what you're doing? And now it's gotten to a point where men are not even, they don't make announcements of the things they do. They just, they just hide their identity, what they do and all of that. And some women are lost now. They don't know what to do because they are like, okay, so what men, what are men doing now that we can outdo, you know, and um, which comes to the point of sex revolution. Wow, this is going to be a long one. It's not something I'm going to do in, in one episode, obviously. And um, you're probably tired, but you can always, you know, continue from where you stopped and keep listening. But I won't take too long on this episode. I'll just, you know, I'll cut it off soon and then do another episode or segment. Like, I haven't gotten this hang on the segment, the difference between the segment and episode. Can I just put something out there and just leave it at that? But anyways um that's what get back to the sex revolution really you know it's like women saying they want to be able to have sex freely without being ashamed of it just like men do they want to have the same privileges 
as men, which is not a problem. It's the context that is the issue and the way it's been done. Like, if you want to have the same rights as men do, then you should have no problem learning battle strategy, learning to go to war. I agree that if you're trying to get into that space where you're a combatant in the military as a woman, it might prove to be, and you're not from China, North Korea, you know, places like that where it's in, it's been in their culture as a way that women were warriors, women were soldiers, you know, um, the Koreans were very, very, they, they, during the the many wars they fought in recent history, and when I talk about recent history right now, I mean like maybe 50 years ago, there about, um, they had to use a lot of women. They had to use a lot of women. Um, of course, it helps that their women, you know, look like they can't hurt a fly, but yeah so it was it was easy for them to like be conduits of information pipelines of information um where they were transporting information for people so it was kind of easy for them to to do that then so now it's not such a big deal for a woman to be in the war in a war fighting. So, I don't know, this... The the context of wanting to be equal to men is just, like, I'm like, is this what you want to do? Or this is just you wanting to get a man out of the place so that you can get there, you know? I mean, can't you... Must you get the man out of the place? I mean, if he's doing a bad job, and no one is calling him out on it, yeah, I agree. Then he needs to be called out on it. But if he's doing a good job and you obviously have your own dreams, then kindly pursue your dreams. The place where there will be a problem is when you're pursuing your dreams and they're telling you that you cannot do that. Then, yeah, you can say, well, why not? Who are you to tell me I can achieve that? You know, especially if it's a noble thing. It's very noble, it's legal, it's not immoral, and you're told you can't do it for whatever reason. It doesn't matter, it shouldn't even matter whether it's because you're a woman. You don't have to prove anything to anybody. You understand what I'm saying? When you get to my age, but I just wish you have that kind of relaxed assurance that you don't have to, you don't owe anybody any explanation yeah you owe people explanation you understand what i'm saying the lo- your loved ones but if you have to like validate your reason for wanting to be um n- for not wanting to be a freeloading human being that like you want to make your own contributions to the world and they're telling you you can't make it you'll be like move over please i don't have time for this conversation just move over you know um you don't sit there and trying to argue with somebody who obviously doesn't it's just trying to i don't know get social media likes or something anyway um 
if you're still here, thank you so much for listening to me. Um, I'll be talking more to you soon. But if you don't take anything away from this whole conversation, take this away. Be that woman. Be that girl. Be that young woman. Be that man. Be that young man that you wish someone was for you. Okay? You wish someone was that for you. Well, become that. Become that. That's what I have to say. And look out for your younger ones. You know, some of you know how it's like to not be looked out for. So look out for your younger ones. And I pray for you that you receive the strength to be the kind of leader that God has ordained you to be. In the name of Jesus Christ. Until next time. Well, stay healthy and shallow.